host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everybody, this is it. This is the last damn freaking episode of this season. Oh, my goodness, 20 freaking episodes. Oh, my Lord. All right, <laughs> we finally made it, y'all. Season 14, episode 20. Where are they now? Woo! Boston Reunion Part 3. Okay, let's get to it. So, it's, it's been five months since Decision Day, which I don't understand because, like, it, I, I don't know how far along this is, considering even at the reunion, they said it's been five months since the cameras went off, right? And now the Where Are They Now is five months after Decision Day, which is, like, the same thing isn't it like i don't understand it's the same time period so how long from the reunion when they taped the reunion to when they taped this you know like it doesn't seem like it's that far away even though i would think that maybe it should be five months after decision day no it is five months after decision day but i mean so was the reunion so it's like it should be five months more (laughs) <laughs> or whatever i don't know you know what i'm trying to say anyway it, it's weird but uh so Lindsay's the first one that shows up i mean not shows up that shows up on screen and she's you know she's told us at the reunion that at the uh she told us at the reunion that she lives in california now and she has come back to boston for two reasons the first reason is to see her dad and the second reason is to um sign divorce papers to make it to make it official so she's always very like yeah you know this is gonna be great i can't wait and blah 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 and this is gonna be good and and i mean that that's that's good to think about that but like some of the things that she comes Lindsay comes across like she's the one making out in this deal you know she's like oh finally you know i get to close the chapter and you know move on with my life and you know i don't want to talk to mark mark makes my life a living hell and whatever blah 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 but i'm but i'm a new um you know i just want to just take that side away from me and all that stuff and which is good but like again she's the one that seems like she's making out in this deal and it's like no because Mark really wasn't that bad. You're, out of the two of you, Lindsay is the one that really needs the work. And anyone is going to, anyone who encounters Lindsay is going to be in a fuck place. You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to be horrible. I don't think anybody who deals with Mark is going to be in a bad place. You know, because Lindsay has such a harsh, harsh attitude towards life and 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 that's the funny thing because she's like ah i'm full of light and i'm full of love and all the negativity i want to take all the negativity away you're the negativity you bring negativity everywhere you go you are like the negativity cloud you you know how there's mr negative in uh dc comics and like dr doom uh, dr doom look at me mixing marvel and uh, dc um i met in uh dc's doom patrol on hbo max or in DC Comics in general, you know how there's the character Mr. Negative? You're Mrs. Negative, yo. Like, like, 
you suck the living soul out of a room because people because you have scorned people before you you don't even like burn bridges like that's not even a thing because like apparently you can still walk over that bridge to talk to these people but like they have lashes man they have they have lashes on them that are like still searing from the heat of the whip that you just lash at people and you and just like everybody has said you cut these people down to the bone because you don't want them to freaking get up after experiencing you you know and ah man i I don't get that from mark yeah 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 mark doesn't communicate he has too many cats he can't make chicks come okay whatever you know but like yo you freaking destroy people in your wake okay and and every person you encounter is gonna have to deal with that because eventually you won't be able to keep up that demeanor that you used at the matchmaking special that i fell for i was like yo Lindsay's gonna be all right man she's gonna be cool and i was like oh yo she got some big ass breasts too all right you know what i'm saying she, she probably a freaking bed which probably she is but still like then i saw this 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 other side of you you know first there's there's the mean side and then there's the drunk side which which cohabitates the mean and then like the mean and drunk side together ooh, that is a nasty nasty person <laughs> you know and it's just like wow i do not want to deal with this i don't and i don't see how anybody else would my god <clears throat> anyway yeah Lindsay, you're not getting out you're not making out in this deal okay Mark already did, but whatever. So we go to Katina and Lajuam. They're 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 in their new. We see that they're in their new apartment, and you know everything is settled down. And Katina wants to have a uh, like a what is it? A sip and drink night? Uh, no, sip and paint night. And Lajuam is mad happy, like he's a little kid. He's like, "Yo, I haven't painted in such a long time. How did you do this? How did how did you make this up?" He's like a little kid in a candy store, you know. So they start painting and stuff. And Katina's, you know, kind of has a has an issue with them constantly hanging out so much. I mean, granted, yeah, they still love each other and all that stuff. But, you know, Katina's like, yeah, we need some space. And Elijah was like, hmm, okay, I don't understand what that means. But, I, I, I mean, I get it, you know. And, and, and he does. And that's just, it's just, you know, considering that they were always together for the um, for the show, I can understand that you know we need to break away and like they said you know they live in a small ass apartment so they're they she will at least she she feels that she's always on top of him or on top of each other so we need to have some of that um that break away from each other so i, I completely understand i get that so that's good you know it's good that they recognize that so now we go to chris and steve and mark they're all chilling at um mark's place yeah they're all chilling at mark's place you know, getting getting acquainted with each other. Um, you know, Mark is not too thrilled that he's gonna have to, you know, meet uh, see Lindsay because because they haven't spoken to each other since the reunion. And of course, we all heard about the reunion. The reunion went pretty bad with them. Um, he said, like, yeah, Lindsay Lindsay is a wild card. He doesn't know what he's gonna do with about her. Hope she doesn't wild out on divorce day. And um, Steve is still trying to persuade Noi to not want to have so many kids because kids are a lot of responsibility and Noi doesn't think doesn't think that 
not that she disagrees, but it's like she just doesn't think that because she hasn't experienced that despite her family and all that stuff, having three kids. Like she hasn't personally dealt with that many children at once, I don't believe. And um, there's Chris where, you know, the the two other guys are like, yo, Chris, what's going on in your life? You know, are you dating? And he's like, well, yeah, you know, I kind of am. And I think you kind of know her. They're like, oh, word, who is this? And to my surprise, it's freaking uh, Olivia from uh, the New Orleans season, season 11. The the very same season that I started this podcast on, you know? So, like, that, so that's a throwback to me, you know? Like, this, you know, this is season 14, so I've been doing this for three seasons now. So that's that's a real throwback. Um, and, you know, she, he said that he's flying her to Boston. So that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Chris is like, yo, I got you, girl. You, you know, I'm, you know, she flewed out. She, she being flewed out. So go ahead, Chris, paying for that money. So it's a three, three, I think it's a three hour flight or three and a half hour flight from New Orleans to Boston. So that's good on him. And Steve is like, yo, Mark, man, are you, are you dating? He's like, nah, I'm, I'm still, um, still hurting from all the blows that i got from Lindsay, and they're like yo you need to get back in there you need to get dating and stuff like that so they're like so he's like all right so steve steve's sister heard about mark so steve's sister has a friend that you know wants to see what's up with mark he's like all right cool so i was like all right man you guys getting back in there i wish i could take my own advice (laughs) and get back out there too but you know um not yet <laughs> not 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 yet and oh my god it's been so long I, ugh, ugh, lord um so we get to Alyssa, and um she's with her friend heather who it well for me she bad like heather is i right. heather can freaking get it you know what i'm saying but that's that's just me so um <laughs> They talking about what's going on, blah blah blah, and then um, well, Alyssa says that she also has seen somebody from a previous season, which is actually last season, season thirteen, Ryan from um, Houston, and they've been texting each other and all that stuff. So she's like, "Yeah, you know, I want to see what's up with him," and I was like, "Oh man, freaking Ryan! Like, are you are you serious?" <laughs> fucking riot it's like this is crazy and i'm like did she's like yeah I, I saw his uh season and he does a lot of stuff that i do and i was like yeah you know what you're absolutely right you you want a cowboy he's definitely a cowboy he does the guns the he's a conservative even though he doesn't want to say it and um and what's her face is a conservative too even though she doesah want to say it uh Alyssa, they're all about the guns uh dune buggies boots whatever um yeah but i'm like don't you don't you see didn't you you okay so you say you saw the season did you stop watching the season because near the end you saw how he was shady right like i don't understand how you like missed that and you're like you know what i don't care i'm gonna still see what's up with him it's like what what the fuck why for people who don't remember um Things were not going good in Ryan's season, and he was with Brett, freaking hot-ass redhead with the big-ass boobs, and um, and nice eyes, and nice pale skin, and uh, th- their, their marriage was pretty much done. So it was a week before decision day, and then 
Brett confronts him, she was like, hey, do you know that you're on a dating app and you highlighted, you matched with my friend on this dating app? I think it was Bumble. He was like, no, it wasn't me, whatever. Well, I mean, he didn't say it wasn't him, but he was just saying that, like, he was trying to fake it and be like, I mean, yeah, I did it, but then I immediately stopped because, you know, I knew it was wrong, blah, blah, blah. He was like, yo, why were you even on a dating site in the first place? Because, you know, we were still married. But at the same time, I understand why, because he's like, yo, it's over. You know, we're both going to say no next week on decision day. Fuck it. I'm going to, you know start looking now because this is done you know and uh which i get but you know still it was still wrong for him to do so i don't understand how Alyssa can see that and be like yeah i want that guy to be my boyfriend this is gonna be great so i was like Ugh. Uh, whatever but i mean on the, but on the surface though her and uh Alyssa and ryan do seem like the uh the the perfect couple to tell you the truth because she seems you know i don't know she seems like what he would want too because remember he was saying that like oh, you know brett looks okay you know you know redhead look you know and what was it uh there's two kinds of redheads redheads that look really good or redheads that really don't and he kept insinuating that brett was one that did not look good and i'm like fam what are you talking about bro like brett can get it <laughs> she could get it bro her and her raspy ass voice and the the blue eyes and the pale skin and the boobs come on man you kidding me she look good you, you you bugging out uh ryan anyway so uh we move on so jeff d elijah and michael are in a bar you know they meet up together and of course, you know, if you remember that name, Jeff D. Oh, well, actually, no, you wouldn't remember that name because I didn't do any reviews back then. But Jeff D was from season six when when the show went to Boston for the first time. So this is their second time doing the show in Boston. You know, six, no, seven, eight. <laughs> what, what the hell is a freaking, yeah, it's eight. Not cause nine, yeah, yeah, eight. Eight seasons later, they do um, uh, Boston again on you know season 14 but they started in season six so uh jeff d went to college with uh Olajuwon, and they did college football with each other and i think they i think he said that they haven't seen each other in 10 years but you know they they talk frequently and jeff d is actually the one who convinced Olajuwon to go on uh, married at first sight so of course you know it worked out for him but the thing that's funny though because it's like okay and this is really, really no disrespect, even though the facts are. So, like, Jeff D, you know, he cheated on his wife, uh, Shawnice, while she was pregnant. Right? And, of course, they made up. They've, they've been together for five years. And Olajuwon is, you know, the traditional man, but comes off as abusive, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Even though I like him, you know. Married. You know, so we have the cheater, Jeffy, Elijah the tough, you know, rugged man, you know, still married, Jeffy married, but Michael, the seemingly good guy, is single. So it's like, is this, is this, is this society? Like, this, this is what I mean. Like, how am I supposed to have faith in me 
trying to find a partner when I see what, uh, like, not that I see what's past, but it's like, what, what I see is allowed, you know? Not to say that they should be punished, whatever. I mean, they have by social media wise and whatever. But at the same time, it's like this is what this is what is accepted. Those two guys, despite their faults, can go on and continue to be married. Despite the women knowing what happened. Meanwhile, Michael, the good guy gets dumped it's like this is this is a picture that i don't think a lot of people have seen or or is even talking about and i find that very very interesting um yeah i find it very interesting it's like wow okay all right cool i have all the confidence in the world (laughs) that, that i'm gonna be able to get somebody anyway so Michael says that he feels that Jasmina came out with an agenda and I completely believe it because he's saying that like, oh, she just came out guns blazing saying that, oh, Michael didn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. He didn't do nothing. He's whack. He's garbage, blah, blah, blah. Um, And he was like, no, I, I tried, you know, I tried to make time with her. I took care of her dog, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I did more than what she's saying that I did, you know. And I completely believe that. I completely believe because Jasmine is trying to save face, you know, because a lot of people have, you know, these at, at this time, the couples have seen the show. So they see how they are perceived, you know, outside and what people are talking about. And Jasmine knows that she is an ice princess and she's an ice queen and she's entitled and she's self-centered. She She has seen... People are seeing how she is, even though she doesn't believe that she is. But I mean, you are. <laughs> it's okay. Um, the first step is self awareness. And um, yeah, and I totally believe Michael in, in that sense that you know she tried to save face and be like, oh no no no, I I put in the effort, I put in the effort, blah blah blah. So I don't know, but. We move on to uh, Jasmina, Alyssa, and Katina, and they're talking about uh, Alyssa. Wait, where were they? Oh no, they were just at like dinner at some restaurant. So Alyssa was talking about Ryan and how she's going to invite him to um, the you know the getaway because they're having a getaway. You know how these people, you know, the show makes them meet up for like one last time. So they're at the getaway. I mean, they're not at the getaway. Uh, Alyssa wants was her face to be at the getaway and they they're not sure if they want to invite Lindsay, but katina's like no nah, i'll do it i'll do it because i mean and you should man she, she i mean you might not like her but she's a part of the crew you should invite her so they do um yeah and ryan is um coming from uh Alyssa, jasmine and katina convince Alyssa to um you know, speak with Ryan. Tell him to bring the, bring his ass over here. So he flies himself out from Boston, no, from Houston 
to Boston to hang out with her. Like, yo, yo, what is this is crazy, man. Like these people are just taking flights. Yeah, I'll meet you. I'll meet up with you. That's crazy. A flight though. I mean, I've done it myself, but I don't know. I guess it just seems crazy to me to not, cause it just feels like not that they don't know each other a lot, but it just feels like it's a first date. And that is a huge first date. Like I'm like, I'm flying out to see you on a first date type shit but i mean i guess i would do it if i really like the crush that i have i mean well she's <sighs> where she is is completely different but like if she was closer i would i would absolutely go in and see her like oh like oh <laughs> not even lying well i mean i don't necessarily have goosebumps but like i i, I just encountered butterflies in my stomach thinking about my crush and meeting her for the first time so i get it. it i don't know but it just it just it just seems it seems weird even though i've personally done it it seems weird to just okay yeah let's meet up and and i don't know it, it seems a bit much but uh okay so we go to steven noy so of course their issues is noy still holding on to the apartment because uh, her lease is ending in six months and Steve wants her to move in in three months. So they're renovating Steve's apartment, you know, getting new stuff, doing new things to it. Um, and he's trying to convince her to move in and she's like, nah, I'm good because she's still holding down. She's still holding um holding on to the apartment and she still has doubts about the relationship even though he's proven himself time and time again you know and you know he brought her a freaking ring so i mean if you doubt me man you know just give me back, just give me back my ring all right then you can you can you can you can doubt me all you want ringless okay if if that's the case because that because that ring was supposed to be about belief so if you have doubt give me back my damn ring <laughs> You know, you you don't get to be in doubt and also flaunt my love for you, and for for people to see. You know, if you're in doubt. But anyway, it's four days until the getaway. Um, Mark and Lindsay meet up for divorce day. It 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 goes swimmingly well. They meet each other. There's no undercutting, no nothing. They they it's pretty simple. They need just need to you know look at look over the paperwork and sign. Cause again, like what what did they what did they do? Like they were only married for like two three months or something like that. So it's like all right, that's it. Like we didn't. What did they do? <laughs> you know, they they didn't like transfer money to each other or stuff like that. You know, so it it should have been as quick as they said. I mean, as quick as it should have been. And she genuine and Lindsay for the first time genuinely apologized to Mark for treating him like shit, especially particularly for the bowling part, where you know she said that he only makes like fifty thousand dollars, he has a little dick, doesn't make me come, um, all that stuff. Like she apologized for that, which is very good on her part. You know, I'm glad that she. Uh, I'm glad that she did that because um, she does need to apologize for those things. Those things were harsh. And, you know, she always says like, oh, you know, you never should have heard that and whatever. And and I get it. Sometimes you just want to yell and get all those things out and not be heard. You just want to, just like she said, 
The reason why she said all those things is because she just wants to bitch in a corner. But at the same time, even though, let's say he never heard those things and we never heard those things, you still feel that way. Like, that's what you think of him, that he's an idiot, he's dumb, he's not intellectual, he can't make you come, his amount of money is insufficient to you. You know, all those things, you feel that way about him. And also, now, without without even him knowing, because you'd never say those things to him, to him in his face, now you resent him for things that he doesn't know that he needs to work on you know so that's a bad thing too uh but thankfully he did hear that even though they were very harsh and she apologized so that that's that's good that's good on her that's good for her um olivia and chris they finally meet for the first time. Uh, I mean, of course, they spoke to each other. I, I believe they FaceTime maybe once or twice. I don't know. But again, he flew her out. Way to go, Chris. Big man right there. Got that bread. Um, yeah, and they had dinner in an igloo, in a Boston igloo. Uh, like one of those, uh, was it a rooftop? I don't think it was a rooftop. But it was like, it was an igloo to keep warm. Like, then that's cool. I like that. Um, I would, I'd, I'd want to do that um like uh, uh like a plastic igloo and they had dinner and they were talking about their respective seasons and you know he thinks she's cute and it's funny because like olivia was my boo of the season back then even though i really didn't like how she was treating her brett because her who she was going out with his name was uh brett um and she she had some coarse things to say about him and also she was very narrow with what her thinking was because she just wanted to live her life and have somebody in it as opposed to sharing a life i definitely remember that but she's i don't know i don't know if she i don't know if she's learned from that but they do seem uh, uh chris and um olivia do seem better for each other than chris and Alyssa. definitely and they're, and they're more, they have more in common. So, so, that's, so that's good. Uh, Mark and um, Olajuwon, they meet each other. And because Mark feels that Olajuwon has style, which he does. So they go to the fitting room. You know, they go to a place to, you know, uh, get him dressed for his, for Mark's date tonight. And they talk about what's going on. And, you know, he uh, Mark is, you know very uh apprehensive and very scared because this is his first date in months after being married and you know the the last couple days you know last couple days ago he got divorced so he's he's super fresh on the market you know fresher than some fish in some fish markets um and he's very scared but Olajuwon gives you know Olajuwon gives the best pep talks he's like yo dude like you're you got it together man like you're a good dude you're you're in better shape than I am because he lost 40 pounds personally i don't see it <laughs> not to say that obviously not to say that he didn't do it but like he still looks the same to me <laughs> but um good on him uh for for losing all that weight and hopefully he he gets to get to his uh ideal weight whatever that may be so um but yeah i don't understand how uh not that i don't understand 
I, I do understand Mark's apprehension of getting out in the dating field because, you know, he doesn't know what, you know, he the last time he went on a quote unquote date, he was getting married. So for him, he's like, I want to go super slow now. I don't want to jump into anything or promise anything, which I completely understand. So now it's uh, Alyssa and Ryan. They they meet each other. Finally, uh, Alyssa meets the uh, Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa takes him bowling. You know, he talks about his her season, about you know how she's seen him. She's she, he has seen her cry like forty times and whatever. And again, damn, did we see? I think I think we got I think we got his assessment of her. And he, I mean, he does like her, and I think he thinks that she's pretty. But again, I ask him, did you not see the season? Like, remember, she was only in it for like what? six episodes <laughs> like did you and and then she wasn't there anymore so it's like you saw what was going on but then maybe he probably related to it too because even though she was treacherous in whatever she was talking about he probably felt the same thing because he's like yeah i didn't like i didn't like my spouse either and I felt that I was matched up incorrectly, so maybe he was on her side about that, even though he, even though he didn't admit this or whatever. But I mean, maybe he thought that, like, yeah, she might have went it about it the wrong way. But he completely understands because to him, he wasn't aligned with the person that he thought he wanted too. So maybe that's their connection. Um, but. Yeah, I, I'm very shocked that they're not commenting on each other's shortcomings because they both admitted that they watched their seasons and they're completely fine with what they did to their significant others. So it's like maybe they are meant to be together like a really bad, evil couple, <laughs> you know. But anyway, so it's two days until the uh, getaway. Uh, Steve volunteers himself and Noi to babysit his nieces just to show uh, Noi how hard it can be to take care of three kids. And they do. They go freaking go crazy. They make bath bombs. They make pizza. They have a dance party. Very, you know, you know, kid shit. And, you know, no, no, it's not that Noi goes crazy. She's like, oh, my God, things are getting dirty. Things are out of place. Like, yeah. This is what kids do. <laughs> you know, did you not understand that? You have you have you have nieces, don't you? And, and nephews or whatever. Um just yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens with kids. So, uh Noi completely understands where Steve is coming from. So that's good. So now Mark goes on his date and we meet Crystal who is super cute, nice size, super great smile. I think she has dimples. Yeah. Um, and she asks, uh, Mark, or where do they go? Oh, they go to like an activity place, not a Dave and Buster's, but I guess a little bit older. Cause I think there's like ax throwing and stuff, but she asks, you know, why are you on this date? And he's like, Oh, well, you know, my boys told me that I need to get back out there. She's like, Oh really? So I don't know if she wanted it to be something further than that because it to him, well, not to him, but he made it sound like, you know, you're the, you're my, uh, you're my testing ground. You're like my guinea pig to get to get out, you know, to get back out there. So, but I don't think she was too offended because she did agree to go on a second date. But she probably just did that to, because she was on camera. But 
I mean, to me, it looked good. I mean, she, I mean, again, she was super cute. I don't know. If, and they were holding hands, like, during the date. I was like, this, this motherfucker, oh, let's take it slow, let's take it slow. But at the end, you're holding hands? Like, come on, fam. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on you for organically going with the flow. But you got to practice what you preach. You can't be holding hands and saying, let's take it slow. But I'm glad that he held hands because... That means he can't, well, he said it himself, too. That means he can love, that he wants to love. And I'm glad that he can get in that space because I eventually want to get in that space, too. Um, so now we're at the day of the getaway. Um, uh, Katina and Olajuwon, they finally see eye to eye. And they will continue to, you know, have space, you know, for each other and try to have that balance so that's good and you know steven noy uh noy finally convinces herself that like she will move in sooner because she does want to spend you know the rest of her life with him with steve and she does get steve's thing about the whole kids thing so she probably wants to have two kids but you know have one kid first noy i mean granted if you have twins or triplets then you can't do anything about that but like trust me when you have one kid you're gonna see like whoa i don't know if i could deal with two more of these so you know what i mean so, uh, Ryan, so the, so Ryan and Alyssa have a second date. They meet at like a brewery or some, some shit like that. I don't know. It, it looked like a factory thing, but it looked like a brewery, a brewery. So Alyssa finds out that Lindsay has DM'd Ryan and Ryan has been talking to Lindsay, but not necessarily in the way that I'm saying, because, th- and this is the weird part. So she's like, oh, it's come to my attention that, you know, you've been talking to Lindsay, and he's like, yo, yeah, I talked to Lindsay last week, and she wanted to know about what places to get drinks at in Las Vegas, and for me, I, 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 I didn't catch that until the second time I watched that part, I was like, oh, okay, that's, okay, that's interesting, because I'm like, oh, yeah, she's on the West Coast, right, so I, so I really didn't think, any, I really didn't think anything of it, but I was like, wait, hold on, I was like, she's, but she's not in Las Vegas. She's in California, which is next to each other. But still, she's, wait, is she in San Diego? Damn, what is she? No, she, I think she's in Palo Alto, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the distances, the distances in these towns from California to Las Vegas. But they're, they're, they're a state away. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also... I completely forget that Ryan is in Houston. He lives in Houston, Texas. And Houston, Texas and Las Vegas are nowhere near each other. So, at least I don't think. Hold on. I'm I'm bad at uh, geography. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me get a... California, Nevada. Yeah, they're right next to each other. Yeah, fucking Texas is literally in the middle of the damn... Thing. I mean, I knew that. <laughs> you know, you, you, uh, Texas is in the middle of the damn country, and California is literally all the way to the left, and and Nevada is right next to it. So it's like, why is Lindsay asking somebody in Houston what, where are great places to get drinks in Las Vegas when he's in Houston? Unless I forgot something. Oh, maybe he's like a beer. Isn't he like a beer guy or something like that? Or, or or am I confusing him with Jose from the is it is that from the same season? But mm, so okay, so maybe maybe that might be a thing. Maybe it's because of his job. 
he would know those things. I don't know, but it was very weird that like, why are you asking somebody in Houston when you live in California where to get drinks at in Las Vegas? You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like, that's like three destinations. Like what what the fuck? So she got mad about that because it's like, yo, you know, she's like my sworn enemy and whatever. But like, it wasn't even about that. It was just more so like, you know, if I invited you to the no, I, she did invite him to the get, getaway. If they if they they got brought to the getaway and of course ryan would introduce himself like hey Lindsay, what's up she'd be like whoa you guys know each other and everybody would be like whoa you didn't know that they knew each other it's like why be why be shady like that because Alyssa says that she's not necessarily mad that they're friends it's more so that you didn't tell me that they're friends like they're, like there's no discussion about it at all that you guys knew each other and that's the shady part which is which it is shady and again i don't know ryan's motive but i i think i kind of do as a man so i think he well Lindsay contacted him so i think Lindsay maybe kind of liked ryan because of i don't even know he, he he didn't have bravado or anything like that but whatever um so i think Lindsay contacted well no she did she did contacted contacted ryan first and maybe ryan was like all right you know maybe i'll see what's up and then but Lindsay contacted him to oh, not Lindsay, Alyssa contacted him too and i think he would get along more with Alyssa. but it's like i mean i'm gonna see which one out of these two i'm gonna like more so i'm not gonna claim anything i'm not gonna claim nobody he doesn't have to i could be friends with whoever i want because that's what he said like i could be he's like yo that's their drama i could be friends with whoever i want which is true but at the same time it's kind of like you're trying to date both of them at the same time without letting them know that they know each other you know um without without letting them know that fact i should say so i think he was just trying to play his cards and see which one would you know whatever would uh not give up the goods first but which which one would come in first you know just like whatever because again i mean Alyssa, I mean, Alyssa wouldn't know because she lives in boston um and all he would have to do is go back home to texas but damn damn he's not hmm. damn he got holes in area codes oh shit because she's on the east coast he's in the middle and Lindsay on the west all the way wow look at this guy damn and he would have been he would have been he would have been Gucci because I don't think Lindsay would have said anything if he wanted to play both of them. I mean, not play both of them. Let's say he told Lindsay, like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of seeing Alyssa too. I think maybe she would have been like, well, fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fucking you, you know, or whatever. Um, I can see Lindsay doing that. <laughs> not say that Lindsay would abode cheating, but like cheating over Alyssa, I think she'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I think Ryan was just playing his cards and he just got caught again, you know, so like this dude got, this dude got played twice. Um, <laughs> this guy got, got, this guy got caught twice and it's like, oh my God. But, but my thing is like, why would you go with Lindsay though? Like you saw her, you've seen the season, Ryan, why are you messing with, why you want to mess with Lindsay? Even if it's on a friend tip, whatever she's she's vicious man she's a you ain't nothing about a hound dog she's a hound dog man she's gonna freaking kill you bro i don't understand i don't know so the get to the cape cod getaway getaway everybody's having a good time you know everybody's making food they decide to make tacos everybody's getting to know each other uh you know uh what's her name 
Olivia's there. Everybody's making her feel welcome, which is awesome. And then, boom, Lindsay comes in and makes everything awkward. Alyssa and uh, Steve are the most awkward because she she's the one that has that has the most beef with and she's like oh great the people that i didn't want to see are here and i'm like yo i can understand Alyssa, but steve didn't fucking do anything to you not really you know like he really didn't steve was the nicest guy in the nicest guy in that entire season and you have a problem with him that means you're the worst It, it it does you know like i don't get it but um michael and jasmina michael's like yo i need to talk to you so he goes to you know he brings her up to like freaking rapunzel's castle and shit going all the way up to the top and they talk to each other and of course they get nowhere because they're going back and forth she's she's, you know jasmina of course is saying um you know i did everything blah blah blah. i did so much effort to you and i've already explained my piece with jasmina like obviously she did not do everything because she never even wanted to go to his house because she couldn't go to his house because she doesn't know how to drive so there's that um she did not go over i mean she could have gotten an uber but she didn't he admitted that well she admitted that he did take care of the dog so there right there is giving me more evidence that he has done more than you have allowed us to know so with that i don't believe you jasmina i believe that michael did do more than what you're letting on and um and another thing that i didn't like is like okay we had our conversation we're not gonna see eye to eye but at the same time i'm still taking care of your dog only because like you know they went up some like spiral staircase i believe so and they took mr feeney up there for whatever reason and you know jasmina goes down the stairs first and then michael carries Mr. Feeney as the gentleman that he is down the stairs so I'm just like now that just solidifies that he has done more than what you say because why would he need to do that you know like bitch this is your dog you take care of it why are you making me take care of your dog you know um so yeah I don't know I think Jasmina completely wants to keep her princess persona intact and she feels that she's mightier and smarter and more elegant than everybody that's fine don't care i don't believe it i see right through you um yeah so there's that (laughs) um i'm just glad that they're not together anymore (laughs) so and the last conversation is with uh well not second to last conversation with steve and Lindsay. Lindsay asks for steve to you know can i speak to you for a minute you know let's clear the air and she apologizes for everything that she has told steve and that's good because steve is like steve's like yeah you know we could be cordial and cool but like until i see some continued process you know I'm going to keep you at an arm's length, which I completely understand. And which you should, because, you know, Lindsay has a forked tongue. And then Noi comes in and she's like, do you understand what he's trying to say? Because, like, he's not trying to demean you or whatever, but he just wants you to understand the errors of your ways. And she at least gets that. She understands. And um, she's 
you know, taking accountability. But she, again, she got trashed. She she looked like a drunk aunt confessing her soul because she was crying. She's like, I'm sorry, you guys, you guys, you know, essentially she said, you guys got, you guys got what I, what I was looking for in this, in this, um, experiment and i almost ruined it you know essentially that's why she started crying when she was confessing herself and like yeah you know you messed up Lindsay. i mean yeah mark too whatever but come on come on everybody it's Lindsay. <laughs> and but she was taking accountability so that's good so hopefully t- you know this day you know current time in real time i hope that she is uh learning about herself and keeping her forked tongue at bay and hopefully nobody is really getting at her any more than they have to you know what i mean so that's good and the last conversation was with chris and Alyssa, and you know Alyssa, a good support on her like her hanging out with everybody finally you know in a in a rested situation i don't know i kind of like thought that she was cool i mean granted she still seems like a fake kardashian but i don't know i had newfound respect for her because she came up to chris and and she was like yo you know, I'm glad that you're doing good. You know, water's under the bridge. I'm just completely sorry for what I did and blah, blah, blah. And even Chris said that this this apology was more genuine than the one in the reunion, you know, and that's good. And she wasn't bitter about, you know, her date being a douchebag and then, you know, oh, man, he brought somebody here, blah, blah, blah. She was completely cool about it. She likes Alyssa. Uh, she likes Olivia, and that's cool. And Olivia always had respect for Alyssa, you know. She never wanted to think that, like, oh, I'm moving in on your man, even though, she is moving on her man and that's technically not her man anymore that's his ex that's her ex-husband so it's fine but it's all good so i completely like that you know and Alyssa, yeah Alyssa got some cool points for me for that so i'm glad and you know again she's she wants to move down to texas because that's where her dream guy is you know so good for her you know she wants to get a cowboy dude go get yourself a cowboy dude but you know but ryan did say that she was more cowboy chic and i believe that i don't think she really wants to get down and dirty like fucking like wrestle alligators and shit but she doesn't need to so um good for her so that's pretty much the end of the episode and that's the end of the season man so uh i know i'm like late on the bandwagon trying to get to you know season 15 i know it already started so i need to get my ass on it but before I do, before I close out this show, um, this is the Skin Deep, the Skin Deep's the end self edition card game, and this is card number ninety six. All right, card number ninety six. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's see what this has in store for me. Ninety six. Let's go. How do I know when I'm on the wrong path? When it does not feel conducive to anything that I want to do. That's what that is. How do I know when I'm on the wrong path that that way? Because I'm finally on the right one. You know, with the voiceover thing that I'm doing right now. My book, this podcast, they all feel right. You know what feels wrong? My job. Going to my job. I feel that it's a waste of time. I'm not saying that I'm not talking about the people. I'm just talking about the company itself i hate it i hate the directives that i have to do i hate the extra shit that i have to do it's 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 tedious it's boring it does nothing for me other than literally give me money to pay my bills barely you know which is why i'm finally taking control of my life and doing it the right way 
and getting on the right path. And I feel that this is the right path. Again, it's not easy. This path is definitely not easy. But it feels good. It feels better than the other things that I've tried to do. And of course, I feel nervous about this path. But again, I'm finally getting there, you know, where I want to be. I finally see my goal in sight. And I'm very, very happy about that. Whereas... You know, my job is a dead end job and, and, and that road is a dead end. It, it's not it's not leading me anywhere. It isn't. Let's say if I get a promotion, promotion to what? Like, I don't even want to be I don't even want to hold any more responsibility than I do at the job that I'm at. And I already do like they, they well, they didn't promote me, but like I have like a new I have an extra title, let's say. And I hate it. it it's. I hate it. <laughs> like I don't want to do this job anymore. <laughs> As I'm trying to find other work. So, you know, hope, hopefully this this stuff comes to fruition, man. It has to cuz I'm 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 over it. I am over it. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.